We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. everyone and welcome to the Gilcast. Uh, you're either listening to this on the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast or the Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Podcast. This is uh, the Week 17 show. We got, uh, of course, Peter Oberzet and uh, the Cash Game Week show coming next week. Uh, we'll be playing a, a 1K head-to-head against the uh, the Tilt Space Boys that I don't think anyone's really looking forward to other than Leone because it's just a free roll for uh, for him. And um, not a not a fun week because I played sharper than everybody in realizing that James Conner was going to be out, and then just got absolutely punished for it. I mean, it it I cannot um, believe I did not get paid off with Chase Edmonds getting a hundred percent of the available running back touches for the Arizona Cardinals in a game they won. I mean, what it, it literally? I am I am the siege gif. I am what's the fucking point right now? Like I yeah. am so tilted well i mean literally you, you and- deserve to win the money but you lost because you faded braxton burrios who is literally down in history i are will fuller type of type of week it's so, i am so, turned so i am turned into the fucking joker by braxton burrios scoring <laughs> a rushing touchdown a receiving touchdown six receptions for 85 yards i am the joker it is it- unbelievable Davis had the best run out ever. He's before lock talking about Chase Edmonds. And I'm like, dude, 
we, we don't know. Connor's out. Like, you cannot do this. Your swaps are not great. Davis has the balls to play it. The, the swap then, was fine, by the way. Ronald Jones gets hurt. Gets hurt. And, and Davis has, like, the nut run out because Ronald Jones get hurt. And 10 minutes later, the tweet comes out that Connor's out. And I'm like, F this. Davis is going to freaking smash. I'm an idiot. Why didn't I have? And then Davis still loses. You just had to play Barrios. So it's so funny because the 2v2 was David Montgomery and pick your poison of 5K wide receivers. I ended up picking a really bad one. Obviously, I did. Um, and then, or or Jonathan Taylor and Braxton Barrios. And David Montgomery immediately, immediately gets there. Bears, sack, fumble, two-yard line, David Montgomery touchdown. Which, by the way, is so funny because the gate the the play-by-play messed up so i was looking at it on my phone and it said david montgomery 98 yard touchdown they thought they were like, on the other two yard line <laughs> and i'm like oh my god i'm so rich like i am i have no I you, you had you had to wealth. know immediately that david montgomery could never run could 98 never. yards yeah he's it, so funny so all right we'll, we'll just go over the scores nate 134.46 he played trey lance david montgomery ronald jones cooper cup Antonio Brown, Braxton Barrios, Foster Moreau, Sony Michelle, and the Saints defense. I played Trey Lance, David Montgomery, Sony Michelle, Cooper Cup, Antonio Brown, Michael Pittman Jr., Steven Anderson, Chase Edmonds, and the Bears defense. Whirling Dervish scored 113.6. Trey Lance, David Montgomery, Sony Michelle, Cortland Sutton, Cooper Cup, Antonio Brown, Steven Anderson, Ronald Jones, and the Patriots defense. You, you couldn't even say Cortland Sutton's name smoothly like without laughing I no because that. because Corlin Sutton was the worst play other than Steven Anderson which we will get into but I I did see a little bit of uh the Corlin Sutton hype I think I got him to like 12 points in our optimal projections the thing is is I just was never playing Corlin Sutton like never in a million years like this dude has been out targeted by Alberto Cuebunum since he signed his contract extension I just was not playing Cortland Sutton. However, I think every single person who played on DraftKings.com made a mistake yesterday, which was that Noah Fant, I think, should have been the chalk cash game tight end instead of Cortland Sutton being a chalk cash game wide receiver. What do you what do you think about that, Nate? I actually disagree. I think Cortland Sutton was fine. At his price, knowing that Drew Locke is going to be the quarterback, the sample that we have on Drew Locke and Cortland Sutton. Like the one thing you can say about Cortland Sutton is like he can get the ball when it's when it's just chucked up there. Like when it's and that's what Drew Locke does. So I actually think if you're gonna take a wide receiver like that, I think the Cortland Sutton versus Barrios like ceiling made total sense. Like in cash, I you you thought yeah, I thought (laughs) I I obviously (laughs) went a different direction and and luckily had the run out, but uh, no, I, I'm not going to dunk on Sammy for the Cortland Sutton thing. I think the Steven Anderson thing was much the Steven Anderson. It is the worst play I have ever. I've been playing DFS, but I played freaking de- Foster Moreau, who got one GD target. The Foster Moreau thing, I wanted to. You, Nate, you've just been chasing. You've back. just been chasing the six for sixty and a touchdown week that I had in cash in like week five or whatever. Since yeah, it he's he's like the crackhead who keeps chasing the dragon, just like one no, more hit, dude, one more hit. Just give me no, a little he, more Foster. Foster Moreau, Foster Foster Moreau, Moreau was fine. Like the dude is getting like a twenty percent target share at that price tag. There was just my lineup. I felt so good about. I was like, and then the Ronald Jones thing, the Foster Moreau. Well, I, I basically, I basically had your lineup before the Edward or tweet. I had, I had your lineup, but I had Cole Komet and, um, 
a different D. A different D. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went Saints D. A lot of people went Chicago D. I thought there was a couple different defenses that were in play, but I, I thought the Steven Anderson thing was thin. No, not only was the Steven Anderson thing thin, it was the stupidest play I, I have ever made in, in the history of DFS. And I, I, I even did the research on why it was so stupid before I did it. I, I went back and looked at his career game logs. He has been in the NFL for six seasons. He's been in the NFL since 2016, uh, including, I, I believe, for one year. He wasn't even in the NFL um, his career high in targets, he did randomly in 2017 get 12 targets for Houston. But other than that, his career high in targets is six. He has only four career games with four receptions or more. And he has three touchdowns in six years in the NFL. I mean, this is, we played a right tackle. We literally just played a right tackle. No, we, uh, we didn't actually play a right tackle. What we did is we played... Do you know his 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 metrics? Six three two thirty. This is a wide receiver. This is not a blocking tight end. And I, I honestly, I would have got that wrong. I would have guessed he was six six two ninety. Honestly, yeah. I would have. But 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 here's the thing, and it's something that I like harp on all the time, and yet I fished it this week. Is that when you start getting down on the third string tight ends, you can't really be sure like who's the blocker, who they prefer in like certain packages, this and that. Guys just like don't often step in one for one and that's what happened with steven anderson steven anderson kept his same role as like and this. you know you know who came in trey mckitty was the oh, guy who trey ran the McKinney, meow 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 bitch cucking all our all our catches i guess no, we 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 absolutely deserve it i it, yeah. it the steven anderson being 20 percent owned in cash games is is collective psychosis i mean it is it is un it is it's the worst it is people it this is why DFS still you can win because people played against me and they 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 I flipped my lineup over and Steven Anderson was in it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Very profitable scene for everybody playing cash games against. Oh, <laughs> I can't I can't believe it. And it's just it's one of those things where I knew other people were doing it. So it wouldn't be like I showed up with like the worst possible play. But I, I did show up with the worst possible play because I played. I don't know if this has ever happened, or at least it's been a long time since I played a wide receiver who is under 5% owned in cash. So, so what I ended up doing was I did Lance Montgomery, uh, Lance Montgomery, Michelle, Cooper Cup, Antonio Brown. But what I did different than everyone was that I played Chase Edmonds and I played the Bears defense instead of going Edmonds Patriots defense and playing Sutton is I played Michael Pittman Jr. who scored 10 points, I guess was fine or whatever but just was like uh was not a particularly great play i mean he does have an insane target share davis i'm i'm gonna stop you here you were mentally strong you were mentally strong this was a well playing 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 edmonds was a very good idea because the also the swaps were not that bad because you could just straight swap him to christian kirk if you if you really were feeling sketchy about it right I, i mean i thought Pittman was a good play like it's in the dome obviously and he is the number he's the number one receiver. He's the alpha receiver on that team. Uh, I thought it was a game where Oakland could push them and they couldn't just, you know, they weren't just going to be able to run the ball a million times. I thought it was a good play. Um, I, I was very anti Braxton Berrios. I was like, and maybe that was mentally weak. Cause it's like, I just, it was it, it not being, being anti being anti Berrios was mentally weak of us for sure. Yeah. I, I, I guess was, so. I, was... I, I never thought I'd be in the situation where, I lost money because I didn't play a jet. 
I mean, it, it, not playing Braxton Barrios was the reason we got the blade. Like at the end of the day, we made some sketchy decisions, well, but but that Ronald was the Jones one thing. The Ronald Jones injury too, I think, Sammy, for you. If, yeah, if Ronald was, Jones wouldn't have gotten hurt, you would have made it. That was. I, I mean, but he had a bad game script going anyway. Like it was certainly possible. That he he was off. getting he was getting he he got four targets on only first and second downs last week. He he absolutely would have been fine. I, I know he would have been fine, but like the reason why I didn't swap to Edmonds is because I was like, dude, Ronald Jones is going to smash. Everybody smashes against the Jets. Like, and what happened was one game flipped everything. The Jets played really well. And, and that flipped yep. like it, the, because having our, our Tampa Bay bucks all of a sudden sucked. And obviously the Antonio Brown stuff, um, him leaving mid game and just being Antonio clown. I mean, oh, yeah, that, that hurt. Ronald Jones getting hurt. That hurt. Braxton Barrios and the Jets actually scoring points. That hurt. But put put myself in a situation where one game things went unexpected. My entire lineup fell apart, and that was uh that was mentally weak. Braxton Barrios, Nate. Yeah, and I, and, I, and you only scored. You guys- you only scored I, one more point than me, so you couldn't have swept. I, I didn't get no, there dude, in the – Dude, I was 0. 0.3 points from the freaking double up. I mean, I won uh, tra- like 70% I, I won, of head-to-heads. But. So that's so funny because I was looking at my stuff, and it was the same thing as I won more than 55% of my head-to-heads, but I didn't get there in the massive $25 and $50 yeah. double ups. I mean, I was literally like half a point from the cash line. So with this Ronald Jones snowflake and this Antonio Brown snowflake and then the Foster Moreau thing, I wanted to – yeah, I was tilting hard. I mean, because I, I don't know. I look at this lineup and I, I don't really regret any of the decisions because I, I did like Chase Edmonds, but with like the Kirk swap to me was not optimal considering how good Montgomery. Yeah, Jones, but Chase Edmonds Michelle was Chase Edmonds with no James Conner would have been the the best play of the slate. I know, but I also think that Michelle Jones and Montgomery were smash plays. Like, yeah, it was. Smash. It was. It was. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. It was good, Davis. I, I thought it was good. The reason I didn't do it is because I thought Ronald Jones was in such a good spot and was such a good play that you weren't gaining a ton by playing Edmonds. You know what I mean? I thought they were – I thought Edmonds was probably slightly better, but, like, not so much better. I, that, I, I My projections my projections had Edmonds as four points better than Ronald Jones. That's significant. That's quite a bit. Yeah, we, had him for, we had him we had him for the third highest scoring running back of the slate 19 and a half with no connor i mean i i my like obviously i think michelle and montgomery were 1a 1b for me like those two there was no way i wasn't playing those guys and then i i obviously didn't want to play ronald jones like if edmonds was locked if i knew the connor news before the edmonds sure. or before the jones locked i would have obviously played edmonds but yeah, I just didn't feel like the Ronald Jones to potentially not a great Chase Edmonds spot or a Kirk spot was worth the risk. And I don't know. I think tight end and defense. Nate, Nate also had Braxton Berrios, so he. Yeah, Nate. Nate also had Berrios, so he was just like, "Well, I know I'm going to get. I know I'm going to get 25 from Braxton Berrios, obviously." My God, I mean, you guys have lost so much money this year just jamming in, like you know, James Crowder, Crowder freaking and- Crowder. This shit, and I was just like, dude, they're gonna do it again. And I'm gonna go on the Gill cast, I'm gonna call these guys fish, and I'm gonna laugh because I have all the money. And it said Braxton Barrios was like the play. Like, if you didn't play him, you just you lost. You lost and you lost. lost. Yeah, it sucks. 
Not very fun. No. I mean, did you guys consider JT at all? I think he was the other running back that a lot of yeah, people I, I posted the Jonathan Taylor team and it had Braxton Berrios, uh, a punt defense, and Steven Anderson in it, and uh, another shitty wide receiver. Uh, so it was just like, I don't, I'm not doing that. No, Dude, I, I, I do I not understand not. the Steven Anderson thing. I mean, he wasn't even in my top five tight end. He wasn't. He wasn't even in my top. I just saw other people doing it, and I was like, "Well, shit, I guess." But he was. He too. wasn't even. He wasn't even on the field. Like he wasn't even in the. No, he did. Top. He did play. He did play a bunch of snaps, but he just is a. He just didn't get targeted. Every time I saw a big tight end catch a ball, I'm like, "There he is!" And it was Trey McKitty. And it was McKitty. Yeah. Um, I I never considered Taylor. Um, the the running back the plays thought. were just too good. I think JT was not optimal. Yeah, I think the other running back plays, there were so many, there were, I mean, the, the four we're talking about, right, were just such good values that, and, and I didn't think there were great wide receiver values, you know, like when you're at the bottom, obviously Barrios ended up being the value, but like, I didn't love any of them. I didn't love, I didn't even love Pittman. I didn't love Sutton. I didn't love any of this. So I think spending money at running back in this slate was probably not a good thing. Yeah, it uh, it just it feels bad that that I didn't consider Noah Fant at all when Sutton was being heavily considered by people like Fant because the the thing at the tight end position was everyone went into the week thinking that Dallas Goddard was going to be the play and then people ended up punting with Barrios instead um, or punting with Anderson instead to get because because what it is is you know on Thursday and Friday people were playing digs at wide receiver and then it became clear you could get to Cooper Cup and you know obviously you want to play Cooper Cup. So tell me, so go, go into a little more why Fant was the play. I mean, because Fant is, you have, you have no concerns that he's not going to be on the field. They're losing their slot wide receiver, right? They're losing, they're losing Judy. Uh, They're losing Tim Patrick, the other outside guy. And it's like, like if you, so even if Sutton was projected for more points, the same logic that would go for making Sutton a play would go for making Fant to play, but it was a horrible week at tight end. Like a real, like a, like you, you know, Andrews was so expensive. Kelsey was so expensive. Uh, and, and you were getting some of that price range at tight end anyway with Goddard and Ertz in optimals. And, you know, if you, if you can get a guy who you actually like at tight end, that's huge. Cause most weeks we play Foster Moreau or Cole Komet or Steven Anderson. Like we play these total losers who don't get any points ever. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I guess that makes sense uh, that that they're that they're middle of the field. And obviously, I'm retrofitting it a little bit because Fan sure. had a huge yeah, game. The, I my, mean, I'm, you know, my problem I mean. with Fan is that Albert O like takes his shit. You know what I mean? Like Albert O is like <laughs> really good. I <laughs> so. mean, in 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 this game though, I I thought, well, let, let's see. I'll go. I bet I, if I go look at the box score, I bet they just played a bunch of two tight end stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, Fant, I mean, Fant played. Albert o only ran eleven routes. Fant, Fant ran twenty five routes in this game. Wow, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, Davis. I think your hindsight's a little twenty twenty here. I oh, for for like, sure. But it's one of those things where, in hindsight, it becomes clear what should have been obvious before. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even consider Fant. Like, I just wasn't thinking about it. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm still I'm too tilted about this Foster Murrow thing to look at tight end clearly in hindsight. I. I don't know. Foss Moreau at 3,800 did not think that was going to be the, the, the thing that killed me, but. What can you do? Nothing, I suppose. 
It's so tilting. Yesterday was just miserable. And then we we would have finally got there, I think. Like, I think our Nate, you and I's lineup would have gotten over I was the cash line. Half a point. Lance, Lance had a seven-yard touchdown, 12-yard touchdown, star 69 called back by a, a ticky-tack holding. So it's just like, great. What's the what's the use? You know, why are we why are we even doing this? Antonio Brown. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, the the Antonio Brown thing is like he was he was um he was so owned. So it's just like, what are you gonna do? But man, that was so annoying. That are was you, are we gonna, gonna have any uh, Antonio Brown is is a nutball takes on this podcast? Or are we glossing over this? Uh, I mean, my my take. My take is that he probably does have some mental illness stuff, but he has so much wealth and so many resources available to him. And there have been many people in his life who have had the opportunity to help him that I don't, I don't know if I, I certainly don't feel bad for the Buccaneers who courted this lunatic asshole, uh, you know, the whole time, like any, anyone feeling sad for the Buccaneers uh, or, or I saw a couple Oh, this, you know, Tom Brady's taking this really hard. He really, he really, you know, he, he let Antonio Brown live with him. It's like, no, these, these people knew exactly uh, what they were entering into. Did yeah, you guys the Bruce Arians see- thing was really frustrating to have him try to d- diminish and not take any actual questions after the game and just say he's no longer a buck. The reality is you took a flyer on a guy who very right. clearly didn't need a flyer. You brought this on yourself. Take the, take the questions like a man, like from a culture standpoint, you, took a huge risk just because of the talent. And it's just, I don't know. They should have to deal with questions all week long, all through the playoffs. Well, did you, did you guys hear the stuff that came out this morning? Yeah. Apparently, apparently he got hurt. He said he was hurt. And then the team was like, no, you need to get back in there. But I don't, that, that also feels like he said, she said type stuff and like them covering their asses a little bit. So I don't uh, know. But potentially, potentially. But like, if that's the case, I mean, Antonio Brown didn't practice like the last couple of days of the week, I think. Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, Watching yeah. him jump around in the end zone, his ankle looked quite fine. <laughs> well, I mean, regardless, like if that's the case, if an athlete tells you he's not healthy enough to go in. No, I mean, probably the answer is that is that Antonio Brown is an asshole and Bruce Arians and the coaching staff are assholes. Yeah, that's, like if, that, that's almost like a Bud Kilmer in a, in, in a varsity blues type of situation. You know what I mean? Like, and, and the reality is, I think they were going to release Antonio Brown after the fake fake. Back and then part. Brady said, Brady said, nope. Uh, or they just didn't have anyone healthy and they cared more and about winning a game than they did about like getting rid of Antonio Brown. They put the wins. Oh, ahead. I mean, that's, that's obviously true. Right. Every, yeah. everyone knows, like uh, I saw uh, uh, Trill Withers, very, very funny account. He, he, he was like retweeting people. He's like, you guys think Antonio Brown was signed with another team. And so a bunch of people were like saying funny stuff and he was retweeting the funny ones. And they were like, dude, if Lizzie Borden could bench press 225, right. <laughs> or like, uh, like, if, uh, like if Jeffrey Dahmer could have thrown a spiral, he would have been, he would have been a Las Vegas Raider. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Real, the real talk. This is the stuff that makes me like hate football though. Like watching a player like this, get opportunities oh, yeah. and ruin his life and then be celebrated for his talent. And then just clearly be mentally unwell and just know that he's never going to get the help he needs because of his talent. And just, yeah. I, no, it, dude, it, it's, it is, it is horribly annoying. And, and it, you're right. It is, it is the, it is the shit that sucks the worst about football is it is 
it's so and it's and, really and then awesome. lo- loads of loads of good guys out there like there are loads of like actually like good like uh uh duvernay tardif the the chief's offensive lineman who opted out last season because he's a doctor and he tried to go save people's lives the chiefs cut him <laughs> he got oh my god that's so brutal <laughs> and now he signed with another team he's on uh He's on, maybe he's on the Ravens, Duvernay, Tardy. Yeah, you know, I, I'm pretty sure Steven Anderson's probably a really good guy. No, dude, they cut him, and now he's on the Jets. He's on the Jets. Imagine that as a punishment. Opt out for a year, go try to save a bunch of people's lives, and now you have to and go you play end up with for the, the Jets. Jets. Blocking for Zach freaking Wilson. What do you yeah. mean? You get, to, you get to play with the GOAT, Braxton Burrios. Good for you. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Let's buy it. I, I, I think I played – about as well as I could have with uh considering that like I don't like sometimes I'm tilted and I'm like dude I, you're well no playing Steven Anderson was egregious uh Cole, Cole Komet and like a cheaper defense would have I know Cole Komet didn't do anything for sure but here's here's the other thing is on a bad tight end slate playing a $2,500 tight end who doesn't do much doesn't hurt you that much like it's not it's and 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 by the way, the Jonathan Taylor team that was a train only beat us by one point. The Lance Taylor, Michelle, Cup, Brown, Brios, Anderson, Edmonds, Colts team. You know that, that's just that's point. fish, bro. That's fish. I think well, playing Jonathan Taylor on this. Well, thing. that was the team. That was the team that a lot of the high stakes dudes like Levitan and Wiggins played that team. Well, screw those guys. They took all my money. Levitan, yeah. Levitan's so rich now he doesn't care. Yeah. Levitan's like, <laughs> yeah, he's been like, holding uh, cash for the next two years. So he's, he's like, yeah, that. these these poor cash game bros sweating their two v two. Imagine like, I'm just imagine, trying to get rich. Imagine Levitan's writing his uh, his his cash game write up at the end of the day every week now and he's just like you know i just don't give a shit he's probably he's like he's like he's like who cares he's outsourcing it (laughs) yeah it's so funny yeah um all right well we can we can do we can do tournament teams i guess i will uh i'll do mine that that hurt the most um i played this and i played this in a bunch of contests um like i just put this in a bunch of the single entry ones and my my thought was I'm going to do a, a chiefs Bengals game stack, but I'm going to use Trey Lance at quarterback instead of Mahomes or burrow and just hope that he gets like 25 or whatever. And so I can spend up on all the other dudes. So it was Trey Lance, Ronald Jones, Sony, Michelle, Tyreek, Jamar chase, Byron Pringle, CJ Uzuma, chase Edmonds, and uh, the Patriots defense. And, uh, Let's see how many points was that. Uh, that was 150.3 points, but obviously the, the way the only way the Bengals game stack worked was if you did a single stack burrow because none of the chiefs guys i guess daryl williams was the only chiefs guy yeah, that got Darryl there he got, got like Darryl got two so i i don't even know what won the millie maker yesterday but i'm gonna guess it was burrow chase with the daryl williams bring back that would be that would be my assumption so yeah GBPs, that's where we're at it was like no no uh no burrow or chase no money so i mean yeah. dude how how good is chase dude, how chase is a stud he is he is unbelievable he like, like he's, he's like a shorter randy moss almost like he's he can go up and elevate but he's also just mega faster like a full step faster i mean his first know. his first touchdown is one of the most amazing touchdowns i've ever seen yeah i mean the his thing body about- control i mean it is just dude he's gonna be like the wide receiver two or three next year 
Yeah, the like thing about will, Chase that is great is I, at first it looked like he was just a deep threat. Like all he could do is just catch those deep balls. Now we're seeing like in short route, he's he's just got such great body control, even off a screen. Like, I mean, he's it's nuts. He's he's gonna be he's gonna be real good. Yeah, I, I, I love these. I love these football takes from Nate. This is my favorite part of the show. If uh, if the if if the NFL teams got to redraft right now. If, if all the players from this year got thrown back into the pool and the team's drafted again, would Chase go ahead of all the quarterbacks? Easily. Easily. What, what are you going to do? Take Trevor Lawrence ahead of him? No. Well, Mac, like Jones. Mac, jo- Mac, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Trey Lance. Mac Jones, the know. game manager? No. Dude, people were people no. were just dunking on Trey Lance yesterday because he sucked in the first half. But I, I don't know. Is, is, is this a is this a Salfino take or he was he was far from the only one because I because I said this Jamar Chase thing yesterday and people were like, I you know what though? Uh I feel like I've curated a good group of followers because lots of people are still bullish on fields despite him like being outperformed by Andy Dalton and Nick Foles, which I, I think is like a, a positive commentary on our 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 communal intelligence of football. Cause with fields, dude, you can see it. Like he, he definitely is a second or a half a second too slow on a lot of these, but you can see like once he figures it out a little bit, he is going to be so good I, with Lawrence, man. I, I don't know. Lawrence man. The is La- dust, dude. Lawrence, the Lawrence is thing dust. is bad. Zach Wilson, not good. Lawrence bad. I, I think fields and Lance are both good. Like legit good. I think fields is going to be just fine. I mean, He's Lance has Lance has literally. a lot of the same problems that Fields has, where where it's it's just a little bit too fast for him. He he like yeah, didn't but, even know when to scramble yesterday. Sometimes. Yeah. So so here's the interesting take. Forget anybody else. What order do the quarterbacks go in if you redraft? Jones, because- Lance, Fields, Lawrence, Wilson. Well, Davis Mills goes ahead of Lawrence and uh, no, Wilson. I think. No, yeah. No. Yes. No. Davis Mills. Uh, Davis wow. Mills. Davis, Davis Mills. No. Davis Mills, considering the offense that he's in and the people that he plays with, has actually been the most impressive rookie quarterback, I think. He, he really has. He's been really good. Um, da- Davis Mills, 6.5 YPA, 13 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, um, and uh, five fumbles is – like, I mean, that is that is a better rookie season than Baker Mayfield if you extrapolate it over 16 games. Well, let's not set the bar too high. I mean, people were jazzed on Baker Mayfield after I know, he, I know. yeah. So I, I'm, I, I mean, I think that I think Davis Mill, like, I mean, the Texans are probably going to draft a quarterback, but I think Davis Mills will probably be their starter next year, which is insane. Um, all right, Nate, ter- tournament team, bud. All right, so my tournament team, um, I, I did something I, I don't think I've done all year. So I did a game stack of Dallas, Arizona. Except yeah, that was I that was my with favorite Trey Lance, stack. Except I went with Trey you did Lance the you did the same thing I did. Oh my so, god, you guys so, are you guys are sharks. So, so I went Trey Lance, Chase Edmonds, Elijah Mitchell, C.D. Lamb, Tyreek Hill, Jacoby Myers, Dallas Goddard, Gallup, and then Panthers D. So I, yeah, I thought the the Gallup, C.D. and Chase Edmonds combo like I felt really good about that, and then I thought bringing it back with Trey Lance, who I knew was going to be the highest on quarterback, but. I didn't think anybody was going to stack him with like a game stack like that. So I thought that was a great way to get certainly, certainly a smaller portion of the pool than. Yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah. you played, you played Lance and Eli Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. And then I Lance stack- throws a touchdown to Eli Mitchell early in the game. That's, 
I mean, I can we talk about it. how good of a play Eli Mitchell was? How much was he? I, I he played was... I I played him um, under ten percent everywhere. I played him in my da- my Dallas Arizona stack as well. Except I played Kyler at at quarterback. Yeah, he he's was under ten percent everywhere. He's a really good play. I would if I would have played Chase yesterday, I could have made money. All right, yeah, go through. If I would have played, if I would have played Chase over Tyreek, it would have been great. But Tyreek, Tyreek just killed me. Um, and then the CD, CD didn't help either. But Gallup, oh, the Gallup sure did not too. Gallup, I mean, he's just had terrible injury luck all year, and now man, I wonder. I wonder though. I, I I'm gonna put my Cowboys hat on here for a second. I wonder if that it's a little bit of a blessing in disguise for the Cowboys. Now, obviously their playoff chances are super boned uh, this year. Like it's really bad for them, but the chances of them getting a, a sweetheart deal with Michael Gallup now, because he's not going to be healthy as he goes into free agency, like their chance of signing him to a below market deal is really enhanced right now, which is, I mean, that's scummy obviously, but it is. Love, love this take Davis. This is, this is just epic. Great. Yeah, you and you and Bruce Arian should hang out. You this is like this is like this is like Sam. This is like Sammy listening to a, a Mike Tomlin um, press conference like take like that. That's me. That's me being a fan of the Dallas Cowboys. Take We've had that. way too much real football talk on this on this episode. Well, it's all, you know it's all we've got. We played Steven it's, it's, Anderson. Yeah, we played Steven Anderson. Bud, so what do you want us to seven. do? <sighs> really bad stuff. Really, yeah. really bad stuff this week. Sammy, All right. what'd you do? Yeah, what'd you All do, right. bud? Um, in, uh, I played this one in single entries in the spy, et cetera. Um, it was a Brady double stack with uh, Brady, Evans, and Gronk. So when Evans was in, I decided to pivot off him and, and get Antonio Brown. And I actually did bring it back with, with Braxton Brios. So this actually worked. I, I thought it was lit. because like, Braxton Brios was the worst tournament play dude what was time. he uh, what was he owned like 35 percent uh i don't know sammy know. takes the floor play for the jets and plays him in tournaments but doesn't play him in cash. doesn't play him in cash though yeah i mean i'm noted sharp sammy reed i just i know how this stuff works man that's so that's so funny dude like well, who, that, else were you, who else were you gonna bring it back with on the jets you know nobody nobody you don't need yeah I, you don't need yeah, to bring let, it back like same thing with the san francisco houston thing if you play trey lance in tournaments you don't need to bring it back with brandon cooks yeah, I mean, so so he was he was twenty nine percent, obviously really high, but like the rest of my lineup was super low. Like Brady was three percent, Evans was point three percent. Um, yeah, that's Gronk crazy. Was, that's crazy that Evans Gronk, was that low. Gronk was five percent. So I saw this opportunity where I'm like, dude, the the Bucks are playing the Jets, and they're all going to be like super unowned. Like I just need to smash this. So I did. Um, I thought it could have turned out quite a bit better, um, but it didn't. Unfortunate, uh, because it had no Chase Edmonds or it had no uh, you know, Jamar Chase. It did have Chase Edmonds and David Montgomery. Uh, I used Michael Gallup as a one off that hurt because obviously Gallup got hurt and then Cedric Wilson just started like putting it in the butt. Uh, that could have all been Gallup yeah. stuff. Um, and then I played Pittman and the Pittman and I played the Houston Texans defense, which I thought was actually real sharp. I was like, dude, people are sure. gonna play people are gonna play Trey Lance. The Texans defense has been not terrible, but they're gonna be completely unowned. And if they own uh Trey Lance, this could actually be a thing. Um, it was not a yeah. thing. They scored three points, like it was fine. Uh the problem with this lineup is is it had no Jamar Chase and it had no Cyril Grayson. 
which would have been great. Um, yeah. Yeah, just dude. You just, needed, you just needed to play Cyril Grayson, obviously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would have been rich. Uh, this lineup did cash. Um, it ended up with 153.9. So it was, it was fine, but you know, it, it was one of those things that didn't really matter. Right. Cause when you're playing yeah. GPPs, you're like, if I don't have chase, like who gives a shit? I'm just like hoping for a min cash now. Yeah. It's yeah. really, that's really all that it comes GPPs down These are hard, man. They're hard. Tough week. I did not expect, I mean, like the Burrow chase stuff this week. I was like, man, last week, everybody's going to, it's going to be overowned after last week. It was the Ravens like backups and then burrow does it again versus a much tougher d i just didn't expect it i'm really curious davis uh for for a season long take what this is gonna do for joe burrow going into next year oh like, so overvalued like so yeah. like insane like he's gonna he's gonna be going and mahomes is gonna be like i just am already seeing how i lose money again next year this was my worst year in best ball and in high stakes uh since i started playing them four years ago um I, I, a lot of bad players, like just really overweight on bad players, like Ronald Jones and McCole Hardman. Um, that really, that really hurt. Yeah. Uh, and you, you, something you need to take out of your, out of your box is taking the chief secondary players. You do this. Every Pringle year. dude, Pringle. If I would have, if I would have had Pringle on, uh, the two puppy teams I had to the semifinal instead of Hardman or D Rob, I would have advanced to the final. That wouldn't it wouldn't have mattered because the Chiefs offense uh, did poorly and Zach Ertz, who was my most drafted player, did nothing this week. But um, yeah, the, to the Chiefs second. The problem is, is just that Hardman is useless. He just is is uh, a useless yeah, he's, he's, player. He's bad. Like he will probably be cut. Uh, I don't think they can. I honestly don't think they can afford to cut him. No. I think it's uh, I think it's one of those things where they. I'm sure they would like to cut him and get someone in uh, who's actually good but um but they're, they're but not gonna have the well maybe they can sign michael gallup to a below market deal and you know dude i'm i'm sad about the gallup thing. i really like michael gallup as a player and watching these injuries this year i'm hoping it's not acl or mcl and he's out for like even beginning of next year. it is buddy <laughs> it is, is all it? right yeah let's uh let's look at the salaries let's look at the salaries for next week we uh what, what, what are we gonna do in this what are we gonna do in this 1k bro like i'm already tilting I think we, I think we probably just play uh, the blended optimal, right? I think that's probably what we do, and then we just play whatever we want in our. Actual no, it's cash a little games. more of a, it's a little more of a field game, guys. Yeah, we I gotta, think it's a little gotta, more of an art. I think, yeah. We, well, what they're gonna do, Leone will just play his optimal. They won't. They there will no, there will be no artistry in there. So I think we'll have a pretty good chance of knowing what they're playing. Yeah, and we should and we should pick one spot where we know better and. Well, we should just we should just have like a different tight end and a different defense, probably. Is probably what uh, which I guess you know we'll have to look at it. Who knows? A week from now, there might be so much value next week that it's like so so it's it's interesting. So Green Bay has the one seed locked up. They play Detroit. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be Jordan Love and AJ Dillon. Uh, AJ Dillon is sixty two hundred. Um, there is there, it gonna like, be AJ Dillon? Uh, they because, like AJ. They might. Yeah, dude, I'm. I'm not sure about that, Chief. I, like, well, I don't know. They might. I not mean, it could be. It could be Patrick. It could be Patrick Taylor then, because Kylan Hill is on the IR, and their only other running back is a uh, special team guy, Kareth White. So, uh, yeah, the way they've used AJ Dillon the last couple of weeks. If I'm the Packers, I'm not risking AJ Dillon. Now, uh, Tennessee has to win, 
And Dante Foreman got 26 carries and 132 yards yesterday against the Miami Dolphins. Yes. Does Tennessee have to win? Yes. They locked up. No, if they if they, well, they lose need to win, I think yeah, to get the bye. If they if they lose to Houston, I think the Chiefs can still get it. I, I, I believe. It uh, no, I can tell you right now. Um, so, no, no, yeah, the Chief, if the Titans lose and the Chiefs win, that the the Chiefs will have more wins. It'll be eleven wins to twelve wins, so they have to beat the Texans. Um, I mean, the the Cardinals are going to be really popular because they're at home against the Seahawks. The Seahawks just gave up. 29 points to and it's uh that is also that is also a because if the cardinals well you know it kind of depends on how much these teams care about seeding and that is that's going to be that's going to be the most difficult thing to figure out because as it as it stands in the nfc right now the eagles are locked into the seven seed and then the cardinals buccaneers cowboys and and uh rams are all going to be somewhere between two and six but it, you know it's like how much does that really matter because you can't get the buy the packers have the buy you know who's going to be a lit gpp play deandre swift no yeah no absolutely absolutely not deandre swift he, he barely even played in this last game when he came back and people are going to be yeah like, why do you want to do this to yourself they're going to be like no they, we can't play him but maybe next week they play him a bunch at home against the packers who don't care about the game it could be on I'm with Sammy. Dan Campbell wants to get those wins. Like Dan Campbell, the, the people will play for him. No, I mean, I, I get that, but he barely played yesterday. Exactly. That's what the normies are going to think. They're going to be like, no, oh, dude, yep. the, the thing is, is that there are so many available plays in this week that you don't, you don't want to do that. Like you don't, you don't need to be making, you don't need to be making thin plays in week 18 because there are going to be 900 slam dunks. I mean, this is, this is GPP, bro. Devin Singletary got 23 carries, 110 yards and two touchdowns yesterday. They're playing the New York jets at home and they have to win to win the division. It's so it's a must win game for the Buffalo bills. I'd rather play Singletary than DeAndre Swift. Well, obviously, what's uh, what's Braxton Brios's price? I think oh my God, what is Braxton Brios's price? Let's find out. He's gonna be forty-four to forty-five. He's he's forty-nine hundred this week. Oh my God, I'm gonna have to jam him in. I can't, I can't, I can't go without him now. You know what? And I think, I think technically, uh, Eli Moore is available to play if they want to bring him back because he he was on the designated for return IR, so that would be. That would be pretty funny. Um, how, much, how, how much is Cyril Grayson? <laughs> Cyril Grayson. Oh, this is pretty interesting. So Mike Evans is 71. Perryman's 5K. Cyril Grayson is 44. I mean, I don't uh, think I, – did you guys see this? I don't know that Mike Evans made it through the game. Like, was he – did he – He only had four catches, so I don't know. Uh, how about I mean, this, he said, They said he was going to be limited before the game. Must win game for both the 49ers and the Rams. I think and let, have the Rams. Have the, uh so the 49ers are alive. And the yeah. Eagles are the Eagles are I the thought Niners the Eagles are, had I thought the Eagles had it locked up. I didn't realize no, the Niners are very seven. alive, bro. So must win game for the 49ers. Jimmy G has this finger thing, Trey Lance. 5,500 against the Los Angeles Rams. He only ran eight times yesterday. That was half as many attempts as he had in that week five start against Arizona. I'd go right back to Trey Lance if he's in. I mean, I will too. Yeah. 
Yeah, at that price, there's just he's got so much upside. Up is ninety seven hundred in a must win spot against the San Francisco 49ers. Never made it to 10 K the best wide receiver season that we've seen. And in, in, in I think if he gets, plus. I think if he gets 10 PPR points, it's the most wider. It's the most fantasy points of any wide receiver of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Just complete smash. I can't believe you never made it to 10 K our little New- Cooper cut. So new England on the road at Miami, absolute must win game. Um, Damian Harris. Damian Harris, 6,700. So he got benched in the second half because they were up by so much. He did get hurt. Ramondre, 19 carries, 107 yards, two touchdowns. If Damian Harris is out, it might be. Might be, might be Ramondre and Cash. Yeah. You love, love to it. See Ramondre it. is good. Um, what if, what if Rojo and Fournette are still out next week? What if, what if Rojo's, oh, Soccer Dave is, is, his little piggly fingers are going wild right now for a Vandy player. <laughs> Keyshawn Vaughn is 5,300 against the Carolina Panthers. Now he got eight carries and three targets. Uh, Le'Veon had three carries and three targets. So those guys are going to be in like a stone cold um, timeshare. Dude, Le'Veon just like won't go away. What's going on? I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, see, maybe Le'Veon, maybe Le'Veon and Cash. <laughs> who else? Oh, okay. Uh, Cincinnati is at ten. So they have the division wrapped up. Yeah. They probably don't care. Looking at it, looking at it, they probably don't care because the Chiefs have eleven wins, the Titans have eleven wins, and the Bills and the Patriots both have the ability to get to eleven wins. And the Bills have the Jets, the Patriots have the Dolphins. So the the that's an interesting spot. The Bengals might really not care. The 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 Bengals, uh, they they and they do play in a noon game, so they won't know. They won't know any of the results for the Dolphins and the Bills, so they probably want to win. But uh, Jamar Chase is eighty three hundred, and T is seventy two hundred against um, the Cleveland Browns, who will have nothing to play for. I'm curious is is Kareem Hunt supposed to be back? Uh, He's supposed maybe? to be back tonight, as yeah. as as we are setting this up, he is, he, I don't know. I, uh, he, he was both injured and on the COVID list. So I don't know. Um, you know, that like we we've seen basically every guy who has been on the COVID list has come back and sucked or not played very much. Yeah. We really like the, the Nick Chubb without cream hunt in there. Um, so he'd be a good play next week if that were the case. Yeah. Uh, Pitts, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, neither team, uh, neither team cares. Neither team can make the playoffs. All right. Hey, this is the last game probably of Ben Roethlisberger's career. They're gonna they're gonna do that. They're gonna do that tonight. They're gonna yeah. do they're gonna do the Ben Roethlisberger Kobe game with 50 passing attempts. They're gonna do that tonight at home. I don't think they're gonna do it next week. Um, Chicago, Minnesota doesn't matter. Washington, New York really doesn't matter. Uh, Indianapolis at Jacksonville. I guess in the Indianapolis is, is still drawing live. Um, and Jonathan Taylor is 9,300 at Jacksonville. Seems like 35 carries probably. Yeah. seems, seems pretty light. <laughs> like, Oh my God, dude, the Jaguars are embarrassing. They are embarrassing, dude. They are more embarrassing than the jets. The Patriots box score yesterday was hilarious. They had two running backs with multiple touchdowns and Mac Jones through three. I mean, 
it, it was like Jacoby video. Myers got it right. Jacoby yeah. Myers scored a touchdown. Yeah, Jacoby Myers was the play. Like he was showing- I, my my lineup originally. I had Patriots defense, Jacoby Myers instead of Pittman Bears. Yeah, that was would have would have taken that. Yeah, would have been Dees. Um, all right, let's get out of here, guys. We'll be back next week with uh, with Mr. Overzet. We will be taking on the tilt space in uh, a one K head to head, and uh, just going to be hating that every minute of it. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see y'all next week.